the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Randy Draper. Mythology would have us believe that there is a fountain of youth. Scripture tells us that we can live long days if we just honor our parents. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Honor Thy Father and Mother. When a child fails to honor his or her parents, the consequences will be alternative school, foster homes, rebellious children who dishonor parents will end up many times in state custody, and even sentencing to the juvenile system, being tried as an adult, even death row for teenagers. Arrest data and self-report surveys reveal that crime rates peak during adolescent and young adult years and then drop rapidly thereafter. America's juvenile population has grown significantly over the past several years. Listen, rising from 13.3 million in 1990 to 14.8 million in 1995 to 15.7 million in 2000, the adolescent population will peak in 2007 at an astounding 17.3 million in the juvenile population. Sad. America's firearm-related homicides death rates for children under the age 15 and is nearly 16 times the combined rate of 25 other industrialized countries. Right here in the state of Texas, youth committed to the Texas Youth Commission, which houses the state's most serious chronically delinquent offenders, the average age is 16 for youth offenders committed to statewide institutions. On the average, reading for juvenile delinquents and those who are rebellious, it affects every aspect of your life. When one is rebellious and disorderly and disrespectful, it affects even the reading and math achievement levels. For these children who do such things, their reading and math levels, even though they are 18, 19 years old, is at fifth and sixth grade, four to five years behind their peers. 77% have IQs below the mean score of 100. 52% have high need for drug treatment. Delinquent children, 44% are severely emotionally disturbed. More than half, 58%, were in juvenile court on two or more felony level offenses because of being committed to the Texas Youth Commission. In recent years, the number of juvenile offenders tried in the adult 
criminal justice system has increased from 1992 through 1995. Listen, 40 states and the District of Columbia passed laws making it easier for juveniles to be tried as adults. In Texas, a juvenile who commits a capital or first-degree felony at the age, listen, of 14, or who commits any felony, for that matter, at the age of 15 or 16, may be certified by a juvenile court to stand trial as an adult. In Kansas, Vermont, Indiana, Wisconsin, a juvenile may be tried as an adult at the age of 10 years old. It's critical. Of the youth committed to the Texas Youth Commission, three out of four youth have parents who have never married. That's the problem, live-ins. Divorce brings about delinquency, a separation. A vast majority has a history of being abused or neglected. More than half come from low-income homes, Three out of four come from, from chaotic environments, and many have families with histories of criminal behavior. Parents are in criminal activities, and, and children picking up such behaviors. In this text, look, Exodus 20:12 says, Look, honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. It is evident that hard times, trials, prison, and even death have fallen on many of our youth simply because they live in direct violation and rebellion of this passage right here, which has brought about the demise of many of our youth today. Exodus 20 and 12 is the only commandment with a stated promise. Almighty God is the source of all true authority. And he has delegated his authority for the ultimate good of all who come under it. Parents are the first encounter with his authority. And when we honor them by submitting to their authority, God's protection and blessings are promised. This is a spiritual law which always holds true even when our parents or other agents, state homes, foster homes, are even wrong or mistaken. Now... Having never learned humility and obedience at home, many children in this proud and rebellious generation continue to flaunt hatred of all authority. In the name of freedom and rights, they continue to spin a web of selfishness, deceit, violence, and perversion. Other children have gotten their act together, turned around, confessed their sins, and got right with God. There are many Christians who could make a difference with our troubled youth, but would rather self-righteously wring their hands and loudly complain about how bad things are, but are unwilling to sacrifice their time, their talents, or their treasures to be a part of the solution. Be it known to you today, beloved, Satan is making an all-out assault to destroy our youth. He wants this future generation, and he's taking it by a storm. Even before they leave their mother's womb, Satan wants that baby before it is even born. The key to societal stability is reverence and respect for parents and authority. 
God expected Israel not to tolerate juvenile delinquency, which at the heart is overt disrespect for parents and authority. Children who violated this command would experience severe consequences, namely capital punishment for rebellious, delinquent children, regardless of age. No matter whether they were 40 or 20 or 10. Look at Exodus chapter 21, verse 17. Israel, listen, they didn't have the problems that we had because they dealt with it a different way. They didn't have CPS. Exodus 21, 17 says, and he who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to death. Leviticus 29, chapter 20, verse 9. Leviticus 29 says, for everyone who curses his father or his mother shall surely be put to what? Death. You know, this is the Bible, isn't it? Thank God for grace, kids. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood shall be upon him. Where's CPS there? Deuteronomy chapter 21, verses 18 through 21. Deuteronomy 21. We bring our Bibles because we use our Bibles. Deuteronomy 21, 18 through 21, it says... If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son, say stubborn and rebellious. rebellious. All right. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or or the voice of his mother and who, when they have chastened him, will not heed them, then his father and his mother shall take hold of him and bring him out to the elders of the city, to the gate of the city. And they shall say to the elders of his city, this son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of the city shall stone him to death with stones. So you shall put away the evil from among you and all Israel shall hear and what? Fear. In other words, they put the fear in those youth. Not only those youth, but in Israel. Proverbs 20, 20. Don't be afraid to use the table of content. Proverbs 20, 20. If you can't, if you just slow, just jot it down. <laughs> Proverbs twenty twenty. it says, whoever curses his father or his mother, his lamp will be put out in deep darkness. Lamp, his life will be put out. He will be put to what? Death, death. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Rander Draper. Have you ever wondered why after doing your very best as a parent, your kids oftentimes choose to go down the wrong path? Don't be discouraged. God was the perfect parent and had the same problem with his children, Adam and Eve. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Honor Thy Father and Mother. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 7 and 15. And while you're turning, I'll say this. In Ezekiel 22, 7, it gives one of the reasons for the Babylonian captivity and exile was a failure to honor parents. That's an insight that, that God really showed me, that I learned. One of the reasons for the Babylonian exile was a failure to honor parents. Look at Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 7. In you they have made light of father and mother. See that there? And look, and look, now look at verse 15, skip down. 
In your midst, they have oppressed the stranger. In you, they have mistreated the fatherless and the widow. I will scatter you among the nations, disperse you throughout the countries, and remove your filthiness completely from you. See, this command is not exclusive to Israel, but even for the church today. You say, oh, that's Old Testament. That's in the law, preacher. We are under grace. We're in the church age. That's Bible history. Let me tell you something. It's the word of God. It's the word of God. And in case you need to know, let's see what Jesus himself says about it. Look at Matthew chapter 15, verses 3 and 4. Matthew 15, 3, 4. Well, let's look at some New Testament lit scriptures. Some of you don't believe in Old Testament to the point that you just carry a one testament Bible. I don't believe in a piece of Bible. The Bible is too rich to bring it here in pieces. Bring the whole council. Amen. I'm in Exodus. If you start in Matthew, what you going to turn to? Won't y'all say amen? Bring a whole Bible here, not a piece. Matthew chapter 15, verses 3 and 4, he says, He answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Look, that's a reference to Old Testament. Now, look, Jesus is referring back to God in his saying back in Exodus Honor your father and your mother. Hey, you remember that? And he who cursed his father and mother, let him be what? All right. Now, you're talking about that Old Testament stuff. Here, Jesus, he's referring back to the Old Testament. Huh? So he gives validity to the Old Testament. Look at Mark 17. Mark 17. Mark chapter 7, verse 10. Look what it says. Mark 17. Y'all saying that Moses stuff is just for back then? Huh. Look at the quotation here. For Moses said. Now, you know. <laughs> Moses said. Honor your father and your what? Mother. And he who curses father and mother, let him be put to death. See, there's a validation there. Then Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1, 2, and 3. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1, 2, and 3. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1, 2, and 3. It says, children. Say children. children. Good. Obey your parents in the Lord. For this is what? right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Look, that it may be what? Well, say well, well. that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. Some of you all is not you young folk. It's not going to go well with you. If you, if you telling your mom and daddy, to, you, you go, you go in one place and you end up another. You got cause now. You ought to mean what you say and say what you mean. Amen. 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 You can be a straight A student. You can be a valedictorian. But if you're disrespecting your parents, it's not going to go well with you. I don't care how hard you try. Uh huh. You can get your degree if you want to. Uh huh. It's not going to go well with you. It's not going to go well with you. And some of you are having a hard time already and you need to check out your relationship and your attitude with mama and daddy. What does it mean to honor your father and mother? What does it mean to honor your father and mother? That's the question we need to ask. What does it mean to honor your father and mother? It means to prize them highly. 
It means to prize them highly. That's what it means. It means caring for them. It means showing affection for them. Children, showing affection. Young man, young lady, when is the last time you kissed your daddy? Hmm? Don't look at me like that. When is the last time you just went up and grabbed your mama? Mama, you the best parent on planet Earth, and it's not even Mother's Day. Look how quiet it's getting. Are y'all in here? Wait a minute. Do I have some? Everybody who has a parent still living, stand up. I'm talking to all of y'all. Now sit down. You need that exercise. Keep it away. <laughs> all of y'all. I don't care if you're 50. Your, your mama still same days old. Older than you. <laughs> you can't catch up to mama. <laughs> Daddy either. Huh? You boys out there, when the last time you kissed your daddy? If he's, at, if he's at home to be kissed, that's another thing. Some of you can't even find that rascal. You say, I want to kiss him, I can't. <laughs> if you got one now, you better appreciate Kiss him. There's nothing wrong with a son kissing his father. And a father kissing his That's affection. There's nothing wrong with a, da- a daughter and a mother kissing. That's, that's, listen, that's affection. That's, I mean, that's not taboo. That's not, you know, you're not being macho. You'd be tender. You'd be affectionate. And, and that's why some men grow up so hard. And that's why some men don't know how to treat women. Hard almighty. Because they haven't seen tenderness and love and affection in the house. You young ladies, before you marry that man or think about dating him, you better see how he's treating his mama. Amen. Because what he's doing to his mama, he's going to be doing to you. He's hollering at mama, he's going to holler at you. He cussing mama, he's going to cuss you. Don't y'all say amen. I'm going to take my time now. Don't rush me. (laughs) What does it mean to honor? It means to prize them highly, caring for them, showing affection to them, to show respect for them or revering them. And no child is exempt whether he is a young child at home or a mature child out of the home. Why does God require children to honor their parents? That's the question I need to ask now. Let me reason with you. Why does God require children to honor their parents? There's a reason. God just didn't be doing something to be doing something. There's a reason why he says what he says. God doesn't make mistakes. God doesn't talk loose. God doesn't say, oops, I made a mistake. So why does God require children to honor their parents? Number one, because the Lord himself commands us to. If I don't give you another reason, that's sufficient. Hey, you will to honor our parents because God says so. No, no, any other reason is secondary to that. Because God says so. Proverbs 1.8, my son, Proverbs 1.8, my son, hear the instructions of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother. That's Proverbs 1.8. Now, I, you, if you can't turn to just jot it down for sake of time, I'm going to move on, okay? Because the Lord himself commands us to. Number two, God requires children to honor parents because when you submit to parents, you are submitting to the Lord himself. 
When you submit to your parents, you're submitting to, to the Lord. Why? Because the Lord told you to submit to your parents. So submission to parents is submitting as to whom? The Lord. Why? Because he told you to do it. You're not doing it because mama tell you to do something or dad tell you to do something. You're doing it because God says it. That's the authority. Because God says it. Ephesians 6, 1. Just jot it and I read it. Just Ephesians 6, 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. You say, mama, why? Because it's right. Daddy, why? Because it's right. It's right. It's not because somebody else is doing it. It's not what else, what's going on in the other person's house. You eating at this table. You turning on these lights. Huh? You flushing this toilet. It's right here. Huh? Don't tell me what so-and-so is doing. I'm not responsible for so-and-so. I'm responsible for you. I birthed you. I nursed you. I brought you up. Now, if you want to buy by them, go live there. <laughs> you want to be home, do what's right. <laughs> Y'all parents ought to be really amen. I'm just coming from the word. Am I telling the truth? Now, thirdly, why does God require children to honor their parents? Number three, because God ordained parents should have a part in their child's protection, direction, and provision for their need. Because God ordained that parents should have a part in their child's protection, direction, and provision for their needs. Because God ordained, you honor them because God has ordained the parents that you have. Your parents that you have are not accidents. God knew before the foundation of the world you would have who you have. And thank God for them. They could have aborted you. I'm glad my mama didn't abort me. I wouldn't be standing here preaching that. Look what she wouldn't even know it. It should have been this. Listen, she would have killed the preacher. If she had aborted me, I wouldn't be preaching to you right now. Thank you, mama. For having me so I can preach the good news of Jesus Christ so that folk could come into the kingdom for such a time as this. You ought to thank your mama for having you. We live in a day now where folk say, oh, I, I didn't want this baby. And they'll go. You'd be surprised of all the quiet abortions to hide sin. No, don't compound sin. Expose it and deal with it. Confess. The worst thing you can do is have a baby and try to hide it or kill it to protect your image. Call it what it is. Confess it and cry to God. And once a person cries to God and repent, you who not, haven't been there, leave them alone. Because God ordained that parents should have a right and a part in your child's protection. Your mama and daddy are there to help protect you. Listen, they were protecting you when they bought you from the hospital. You haven't lived as long as they live. You don't know all things they know. You haven't been there where they've been. They got experience over you. Protect you. You don't let your child just, uh, two years old, just run out in the street and play. You're going to do something real quick to settle that. Because you want to protect them. And you want to direct them. And some of you children, all your lessons are hard learned. Your, pa 
all of my heart learned. You're not satisfied till you learn your lesson the hard way. You just can't say, mom and daddy says this, and you know what, thank you, mama, I needed that, and that's what I'm going to do. That's just too easy. <laughs> now, if y'all not bringing y'all children to these messages, shame on you. <clears throat> direction. You had to point them in the right direction. And some of you all will go to other folk before you go to your parents. That's out of order, too. You say, my mama don't know. My mama don't have a degree. Your mama know the Lord. You better listen to us. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You better listen to them. Degree to undegree. This is not degree. You got some educated fools. <laughs> Direction. <laughs> That's why. And provision. That's why you to honor your parents. They provide for you. They've been providing for you since you came out the womb. Provision. Providing. They provide for you. They give you their last. They're, trying to fit. They're adjusting their budgets for you. They're figuring out how I can help this child make it. They're trying to put you in a position to survive because they know they're not going to be around always. Provision. Listen, you ought to thank God that you have a daddy that's not gambling the money away. That's why you ought to hug him. Some daddies don't bring the check home. It's all in other women's houses and cuckabines. It's everywhere. When he get home, he got a penny. He's at the racetrack. He said he's a lotto player. He's down at the bingo house there on 35 and Eisenhower. Listen, when you got a man know how to bring that, listen, you ought to say, thank God for daddy. And thank God he even come home. And thank God for mama too. Some of these mamas helping these daddies battle alone. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.